0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: On today's Locked On Texans podcast, Franchise Tag Talk on this Tuesday, Dalton Schultz, JG52, who should stay, who should get considered, and who should the Houston Texans allow to walk?
0: You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome, 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 welcome Locked On Texans fans, listeners, and viewers to this Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texans podcast. A part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If this is your first time watching or listening to the Locked on Texans podcast, thank you for checking us out. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked on Texans podcast on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you to all of our returning listeners coming back as Cody and I continue to talk Texans here on this Tuesday. On the other side of the screen... Or the other side of the microphone. Mm-hmm. Texans Credential Media member, Sports Illustrator's own beat reporter for the Houston Texans, Cody Davis. I am your Texans football analyst, John, some sports guy, Hickman. On today's show, we have a game show we're going to end off with. If you guys have been watching or listening for a while now, every now and then we like to do a game show. The free agency games. So that's what we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Should John Gonar get tagged for a one-year proven deal? And I think that's important to talk about mm-hmm. open up today's show. With is it smart to tag Dalton Schultz? Before we talk about Dalton Schultz, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on for twenty dollars off your purchase. A lot of the numbers to look at for today's show, Cody. So Mm. let's go ahead and talk about Dalton Schultz. Should the Houston Texans tag him? Is it smart? Or I think the question will come down to that tag money. Can that be used in other areas?
2: Yeah. And the reason why we're talking about tags, for those of you guys who don't know, today actually opened up the window for teams around the league to franchise tag one one player on their respective rosters and of course we're looking at players who are scheduled to hit the free agency market as of right now the houston texans have 25 players set to hit free agency but john out of those 25 players i'm looking at two players who can possibly be a candidate to get franchise tag and out of those two players we're looking at dalton Schultz and jonathan granard so we're going to say jonathan granard for the second segment but let's open up with dalton Schultz because when you Take a look at the money when you take a look at the production. I think Dalton Schultz might be the number one candidate that might get franchise tags in terms of what the Houston Texans can do. Because first and foremost, John, Dalton Schultz, like a lot of players, um, the number one thing that you're always concerned about is durability and health. And I think outside of his second season in the league with the Dallas Cowboys, Dalton Schultz has been fairly healthy throughout his career. I know this past season, that was probably was the only negative for Dalton. Uh, he kept getting hampered by nagging injuries that caused him to sit out a couple of times. However, when Dalton Schultz was out there on that field, he was definitely one of the Houston Texans' top players. And look, the one thing about Dalton Schultz, he's always going to be consistent. And he is always going to be one of the top tight ends in the league. And as of right now, you take a look at this free agency market, John. We talked about this last week. I don't know too many tight ends that I will take over Dalton Schultz. As of right now, when you look at the guys who are actually available, Dalton Schultz over the last four years has recorded an average of 658 yards. 18 touchdowns last season alone basically matched that production with 635 receiving yards on 59 catches with five touchdowns as of right now if the houston texans were to place a franchise tag on dalton Schultz, that is a projected 12 million dollars however if they want to go the route and resign him, let's say for a three year deal, you're looking at a situation where Dalton Schultz will cost the Houston Texans 11 and a half millions over the next, let's say, three years. So you're looking roughly around 34 to 35 million. So, John, hearing those numbers, knowing that when healthy, he's consistent, he is one of the top players at his position. You already know that you have chemistry between him and CJ. He is undoubtedly the best tight end on the Houston Texans roster as of right now. Would it make sense for the Texans to just say, "You know what? We're gonna place a franchise tag on you, and let's kick this can down the, down the road. Let's say to 2025, and let's revisit this." What would you say? Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: Come with me if you will. Uh, so <laughs> if you guys are not watching, if you're listening, I just put on white gloves because I want to <laughs> usher y'all to some common sense. If you have the money to tag them, mm-hmm. get the deal done mm-hmm. because wasting a tag on Dalton Schultz, I think, is hustling backwards. Mm-hmm. Wasting a tag. On Dalton Schultz is asking for the building fund and using it for strippers. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. I've seen it. If you have the money for Dalton Schultz again, go ahead and get the long-term deal locked in, right? Because you, what mm-hmm. you don't want to do is waste a tag on Dalton Schultz and then miss out on being able to tag who we're going to talk about, John Grenard. Also, I, I would say this: if you If the Texans do tag them, um, then I don't see them being able to work out a long-term deal Mm -hmm. because that doesn't necessarily show for an aging player who has had success in this league for at least four seasons now, I would say, Uh, maybe three, but he's been successful so far to this point in his career that you guys are now 100% invested in me. Uh, but overall i don't have much to say i just feel like if you're going to spend the 12 million for the franchise for this year
2: yeah projected 12 million and his market value as of right now is
1: 11 and a half it makes much more sense to go ahead and get a deal done now I mean, i'm on am on a train i've i've been saying i think that you could go an opposite direction than Dalton Schultz mm-hmm. but he has got the endorsement of his franchise quarterback he mm-hmm. also has come out and in- endorsed himself and the city by saying he loves being here. He wants to come back. So I can see them looking at the chemistry and everything that goes into that relationship on the field and out the field. That makes sense to bring him back, but it does not make sense to tag a player. Uh, who? Cause where do we rank Dalton Schultz right now in terms of at the end of the season, where do you rank Schultz as a priority player? Is over? Is he over John Grenard?
2: No, he's definitely not over John Grenard. But I, I I I view it this way. I feel like it might be in their best interest to tag him only because John, and this goes back to what you and I talked about last week. You you would you would have an opportunity to prioritize drafting a tight end and giving him this year to develop, get his feet wet in the league, and then that way. Going into the 2025 season, you can move on from Dalton Schultz because he'll be older and you won't be tying too much long-term money into an aging tight end. Now, I get it. This whole entire time, we've been sitting here talking about, you know, building around CJ, making sure he he has weapons that he's comfortable with and that that he could utilize and all that other good stuff. But for me personally, I just look at it more, more so of a like, I feel like the Texans would get better the Texans will probably get better value for their money by committing to dalton shorts on a short-term deal versus a long-term deal especially but considering that they still probably- gotta address I'm no, sorry. I was going to say, especially considering that the tight end unit is still a, a, a priority that they can address in the draft. Because, look, I love Brevin Jordan, and I still think there's something in TQ. But we still don't know exactly if we can trust him to take the ham as tight end number one if that opportunity has to possess itself.
1: Fair. That's, that's a very fair argument. And I think that argument is Schultz's best argument. But my argument to that is how many franchise tags can you hand out? Just one? And if I look at who's available, and if I look at the pecking order of who is the most impactful player on this team, we're going to talk about a guy in the very next segment where I got to look and say, I think JG52 deserves it. Hey, guys, you shouldn't have to worry when you buy your next ticket to the next big event near you. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy all of your Rockets, Astros, uh, music, comedy, theater, events near you that are coming to your city. Game time makes it easy and fast for you. Killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seeks for big time savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price and if you find tickets in a section or row and row for less, game GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off your first purchase. Download the GameTime app today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers. As we continue to have our franchise talk Tuesday, talking about the Texans is a lot of teasing that. Uh, We shift our our attention over to the defensive side of the ball, Mm -hmm. a player that the Houston Texans drafted A few years back, a player that has seen, I don't know, um, Anthony Weaver, um, Romeo Cornell, Lovey Smith, (laughs) Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith, Miles Smith, whoever was to DC last year. Now, uh, this year with Matt Burke, but we look at John Grenard, who uh, has been through a little bit of ups and downs since he arrived in the NFL, but I think for the most part, as a former third round pick. Uh, he's he's blossomed into his role. We're talking about him now in a sense of, should he be highlighted? I mean, should he should he be franchise tagged? We're highlighting him as one of the Houston Texans' better players this past season, 12 and a half sacks, all career highs across the board. Uh, should he get tagged for the one-year prove a deal? And, Cody, again, guys, Cody has the numbers. We're going to talk about it, but I like the fact that the conversation is a one-year prove a deal.
2: Mm -hmm. and and i think that's what it's going to come down to because when when i look at jonathan Gunnar, i'm all for him coming back whether it be a franchise tag but for the sake of this argument i would rather see them get a long-term deal done however john the one thing about john Gunnar has never really been his talent we all knew that he had talent we always saw the talent in, in the potential but the number one issue surrounding jonathan Gunnar. Was his durability? Can he stay healthy? We saw that he stayed fairly healthy last year. We saw that that literally resulted into a career year for 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 JG, and that's why you see a lot of people conflicted about what should the Houston Texans do with Jonathan gunnar If they franchise tag him, John, and I'm and I'm wondering if this is going to change your mind. They franchise tag Jonathan Gunnar, It's going to cost them about a projected about a projected 20.2 million that's lot. dollars
1: that's a lot however
2: a you lot. take a look at the market value let's say four years 53 54 million you're looking at a projected annual salary of 13 to 14 million
1: mm. see and, and listeners and viewers you know, that's what I did not take into account honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh looking at the pros and cons of tagging Schultz or tagging Grenard. And so I apologize because 20 million is a lot. <laughs> but for but a, for a player but, who hasn't finished the season.
2: I'm sorry to cut you off, but what I will say is this, John, and this is why I want to look at it as a one-year approval deal. Because one, can Jonathan Grenard replicate the success. Two, can he stay healthy? Three, I hope he don't turn into Whitney Merciless and he only have a good year during his contract season. But four and most importantly, if you go out Mm. and get, if you move on from Jonathan Gennar and you go out and get one of the top defensive linemen, this is what you're going to have to shell out, about 20 to 22 million, and that's Mm. going to be tied into the next four seasons. Mm. So,
1: Mm.
2: which way are you going?
1: And that's the point. Again, I don't think Dalton Schultz is worth tagging. Mm-hmm. And, and we're looking at the conversation of Schultz with, because this is basically Schultz versus John Bernard. Mm-hmm. I would still tag Grenard over Dalton Schultz. Mm. And how you, this is how you put it. I don't like it. If it's Grenard or somebody else, I think Grenard may end up, you can look at that $20 million and, say, and say to yourself, that's an overpay. But somebody else, if it's a top defensive lineman, mm-hmm. it will be primed to make $20 million either close to it or a little over it. Mm-hmm. To prove a deal, again, to your point, we can give you that money this year, but after that, we're not tied into another $20 million the following year, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense for Houston. Um, and I'm not necessarily worried about the cap. Uh, and honestly, lately, guys, we talk about the cash price. I know this is off-putting, but I've been kind of dialing back on how much I think Houston should go after Saquon because I believe that that $11 million can be, can be shared between two or three players to, to fill the roster. There are some guys coming out in this. I like Saquon, but there are some guys coming out in this draft. If you look at resigning motor motor, get that offensive line tighter than Ryder, uh, and pair motor with a younger back that can do a little bit more of the things that you want to do in this system. Then that saves you eleven million dollars projected. I'm st- I'm going to stick to it and say I think it makes more sense to tag John Grenard than I think it does to tag Dalton Schultz.
2: Mm. Um, I'm going to say I would much rather see the Texans um, commit long term to John Grenard. Um, yes, yes. Only only because look. One, you'll come out cheaper, especially for this upcoming season. But two, and most importantly, they also believe that that the Texans, once again, they could get a lot more value for their book if they tie it into Jonathan Grenard for the long term. And look, at the end of the day, the one negative about JG throughout his whole entire years of right now has been durability. However, when he's out there, the young man can ball. Speaking of um, Devin Singletary, really quick, when you look at the Texans free agency list and you look at um, guys who could potentially get tagged, there's only one other guy that I could see possibly getting tagged, um, and that's um, Devin Singletary. However, John, I think this is real easy. The franchise tag for him would be like 11 and a half million. The market value for him, if they resign him, you're looking at like five and a half to six million dollars. So, to your point about Saquon, yeah, get the deal done. But, but, John, I also believe, man, if they bring in, if they resign Devin Singletary, then I could literally see them moving on from the idea of bringing in um, Saquon Barkley, but I yes. do like what you just said. You could use that eleven that eleven million to retain one of these other free agents that you got that you can possibly use, i.e., like a Khalil Davis at the top of my head, possibly. Um, um, King Desmond King or whoever the case might be, or you could use that eleven million to go out and get one of those mid-level free agents that can actually help your team's depth. So I do like that I that idea. However, I'm just a Saquon Barkley fan. So I love. This no, team. I love. Barkley, I love Texas Saquon. Jersey. I love
1: him. I love him in this game. I really do. We've talked about it a lot here on the show. Mm-hmm. But as I as I get down back to reality, <laughs> you know, I think to myself, they will have tough decisions to make. Mm-hmm. We just saw a Super Bowl where the Super Bowl winning team was led by Isaiah Pacheco, who's a seventh-round rookie, right? Well, seventh rounder running back. Mm-hmm. Right. Um uh, the the last highest paid running back to win a super bowl, to win a Super Bowl, excuse me, was a very long time ago. Motor can help you get it done. He rushed for nearly a thousand yards this year, and that's on top of the carries he didn't get. I like Bucky Irvin out of Oregon. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, I even think there's some free agent options out there. Jeff Wilson, who has played in the San Fran's scheme, who can come in to help this team out too. 11 million for Saquon can potentially be three different players. All together. So. Don't be like Jalen Brown. Be like hey, Carlos and Towns. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets if your winning $5 bet wins. That's $150 bucks in your pocket if your bet wins. Bet on all of your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets live same-game parlays, and exclusive props, and much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Not like Jalen Brown, of course, but shoot your shot, like maybe Dane Lillard or Stephen Curry. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back in, Locked on Texas listeners and viewers. It's been a while, but it's time for the Locked on Texans game show. Here on the podcast before we close out the free agency game show. And Cody, what will what will we be talking about in this game show? We're just going to be asking
2: questions about the 25 free agents that the Houston Texans have. Whether or not you would want them back, how do you want them back or should you just let them walk out the door? or hmm. for this one question I have is this, this idea been floating around my head um should they bring this person back and possibly trade this other person? you never you never know you
1: never know. Can y'all wait to hear one of these? <laughs> All right, let's get started with the game show three, two. One, one one-and-a-half. All right. I'm going to start it off real quick. So the Houston Texans have a lot of pending free agents, and Mm -hmm. one of the guys that I would like to see back, regardless of how any of you guys feel, I know that he's getting up in age. He's turning 32 this year, but on a very good, doable, team-friendly deal, Stephen Nelson Cody would you want him back? I'm going to say yes, but it
2: goes back to what you and I talked about last week. We could bring you back, but you have to be willing to accept a lesser role. Let's say a corner. I I put I put it just like I did last week. You go out and let's say you sign you another corner or, or better yet, draft another another one of the top corners in this year's draft. And you let him be what Shaq Griffin was, what Shaq Griffin should have been for this team moving forward. I like it.
1: I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, Cody, it's on you. In three, two, one, one and a half.
2: All right, John. One of the biggest things that's been on my mind this offseason season should. The Houston Texans bring back offensive lineman George Fent. And if so, how do you see the Texans utilizing him and shifting the rest of this offensive line? Now, keep in mind, George Fent do want to start.
1: I loved what George Fent did this past season. Had a chance Uh to talk to him in the locker room, and he said, you know, they got to work it out. Uh, he's a guy that I really would like to see back here in Houston personally, but do I think they get it done? I don't know, Jim. I don't think he returns <laughs> back to Houston. I really don't. I think, uh, I think Fent played his way into a, a very decent contract mm-hmm. with the NFL team. Uh, Fent is how oh, old is Fent? Fent? is uh, I want to say 31, if I'm not mistaken. He's, he's, yeah, he's he's not old, but he's he turned 32 uh, and by the time the season rolls around. And you definitely want to get you a nice little contract, and I don't think it'll come for the Houston Texans. Mm. All right. All right, let's go. I got another question. Y'all ready? Let's go in three, two, one, one and a half. <laughs> okay, so check this out, guys. The Houston Texans have Sheldon Rankins, Derek Barnett, mm-hmm. Tier Tart, mm-hmm. Hassan Ridgeway. Those defensive linemen are all going to be free agents this mm. in a couple of weeks. Of those three, uh, of those four, excuse me, Rankins, Barnett, Jerry Hughes, of course, Tier Tart, Hassan Ridgeway, so five. Are there two or more players of that bunch that you would like to retain back for the Houston Texans? And if so, who? I would say two,
2: Sheldon Rankins and Derek Barnett. Looking at two guys who literally help this Texans defensive line throughout the season, um, especially Derek Barnett. John, we talked about this a couple weeks ago as well. The one thing about Derrick Barnett is, I think he actually helped the Houston Texans get home with their sacks a lot more. Remember, prior to his arrival, um, Coach D'Amico Ryan said if if there was one thing he wanted to fix on the defensive side of the ball, it was the Houston Texans defensive line's ability to get home and complete their sacks on quarterbacks. Because mm-hmm. remember, at one time there was like top five in pressures, but there was like towards the bottom of the in, league in sacks. You bring in Derek Barnett, and you brought some other guys there as well, but you brought in Derek Barnett and the impact that he made on that defensive line. Next thing you know, you blink your eyes and they literally set a franchise record, I believe, with like 45 or 46 sacks for the season. So definitely um, Derek Barnett. And with Sheldon Rankins, you're looking at a veteran, a guy who is one of the leaders in that locker room, but most importantly, still has a lot of good football left in the
1: tank. Yeah, he'll be 30 by the time the season starts and his projected annual salary according to spot rack. So give a take on these numbers: mm-hmm. 9.9 million. Uh I would like to see Shuttle Rankers return back. Um uh, okay. we got one more, Cody. What we got? Yes, sir. Three, two, one, one and a half.
2: All right, John, you have talked a lot about this linebacking core. Throughout the season, first especially at the start of the season, you was critical of this linebacking core. Mm. However, I want to say at this point their second best linebacker, Blake Cashman, is mm. one of the 25 players set to hit free agency. Would you like to see Blake Cashman back or would you like to see them let Blake Cashman walk and you try to replace his services either through the draft or signing another linebacker?
1: Guys do not kill me because I think Blake Cashman had a very good year. What what was Blake Cashman's numbers? Uh, I think he led the team in sacks. Blake, 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 did he have like 18 tackles in one game this year? He had multiple like, games 10? of
2: like 10 or more tackles.
1: I want to say like three. Uh, let's see. He had 15 one game, 10 one game, 19 one game. He ended the year off with two sacks. Um, mm-hmm. he, he had a sack in the playoffs, 10 tackles in one of the playoff games. Um. Uh, the end, end of the year off with one interception, five pass deflections. Blake had an amazing year. Finished the year off with 106 total sacks. But I think Blake Cashman is a product of D'Amico Ryan's. Hmm. And I think that, and this is no disrespect to Blake Cashman whatsoever, if Houston can find a way to get his get him back here in Houston in that building for a reasonable cost, I think they should. But I think if you look at the, the bigger picture and if there's an opportunity for you to upgrade mm-hmm. from Blake Cashman, again, regardless of the 20-plus the, the pending free agents, they're, they're still going to have an opportunity to hit on maybe two big free agents. If you can upgrade from them, you do that. And if you could bring in a guy that has more talent than Blake Cashman, you do that. And I think he was a product of great coaching, which you always want your player to be. Long story short, I would rather for Houston to go out there and and replace Cashman in free agency.
2: What about what about franchise agendum?
1: I'm not franchise tagging, but <laughs> you don't
2: know. You don't know how much it costs first. How much is it? Twenty-two and a half million dollars.
1: <laughs> I'm not franchise tagging, me, Not doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one more time. It's just not happening. Oh, um, <laughs> right now. Oh my oh
0: goodness. My God.
1: Uh Devin White is a free agent. A lot of people are like Devin White sucked last year. I think a lot went into that, but talent wise, at 26 years old, mm-hmm. Devin White can still give a team some very good snaps. Mm-hmm. Um Patrick Queen, free agent. All right. Um the, Willie Willie Gay is a free agent. There's some free agents out there that I think Houston can bring in and either uh ascend. That position, like you know, just do much better than Blake did, or can give you that same, um, that same production. So, mm, I yeah, sense. I would I would look at moving on from Blake Cashman. These are my thoughts. Mm, all right, thank y'all for tagging them. Thank y'all for watching it or listening to this episode of the Locked On Texas podcast. Do us a favor, please subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texans podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans uh, podcast as well at at Locked On Texans. And give me a follow at John underscore Hickman 12.
2: And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.